possible. Now the Eagles to come back again to fall forward. Oh, Barney! Darling tapping. Darling again. Gives it to Ryan. And then Ryan's little kick is a good one to Kennedy. Yes! 50. McGovern. McGovern. What a player. What a mark, Bruce. What a mark. And he goes to Your hosts are Wazza, Dan and Wayne. We're back for 2019. It's been a bit long between drinks, boys. Are you ready to talk footy? I definitely am, and uh, I'm very excited. Not just because the podcast is back, boys, and we get to talk about the mighty Eagles, but coming back, starting the podcast, we all know what that means. Footy's just around the corner. Yeah, we're back with a new show. I've uh, got a new name, as you see, Eagle Nation. Um, the new show will start round one because we've had a few little technical problems with uh, what we want to bring up. So Darren, our sound guru, he's working on them at the moment. So they'll be ready for round one. So buckle in or buckle up, whatever it is. <laughs> How are you going, Wayne? Very good, boys. Good to be back and uh, looking forward to another great year. Hopefully we'll uh, get a go. It'll be nice to go back to back, but always, I'm always sceptical before pre-season. So, but it's looking good. Yeah, it's looking good. Um, you can get to us on the Eagle Nation podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, you can download from iTunes, SoundCloud, and a few others. And we also got a new page out called Podcast Central. So that's where we're trying to get a lot of uh, podcasts on the same page. So if you love your podcast and you love us, listen to that or download that one. So where do we go, boys? Which one do you want to talk? I reckon we talk about, we had a few polls of our new players coming in and we put these on the Eagle Nation page. One was who of the new guys would play or debut this year. We put up Xavier, what's his name? Uh, Bailey Williams. Ex- no, no, no. Uh, oh, Xavier O'Neill. No. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say it starts with a no. Sorry. We're a bit rusty, so bear with us, guys. Xavier O'Neill versus Bailey Williams. And Xavier was easy winning that. So we put Foley up against Cameron. And I was a bit surprised Cameron won that. Yeah, I think you might find young Foley, will, he'll come in early in the season. He's a pretty big lad. I've seen him uh, on, uh, he's a friend of my niece, went to school with my niece actually. And yeah, he's a, a good player and he's a good solid boy. I wanted in the draft. Um, we put Cameron up against Xavier then, and Cameron won again. Now I think this is because. The Lacroix position is vacant. I think a lot to do with it too is uh, his highlights were so easy access- accessible, mm. yeah. especially after the under 18s carnival where we all we've spoken about before, where he dominated. I think it was game one where he kicked five goals or something unbelievable, and he had pace. So people seen these highlights and think, right, he's ready to go. Where he's actually probably behind. You mentioned how good Foley is. I'd mm. put him actually myself. He's on. behind. And Smith's now. a mature age recruit. Mm. We haven't mentioned him, but mm-hmm. there's. He I'll body rise, yeah, body wise, he is actually probably behind. But because yeah. people have seen these highlights, they're so excited, yeah. and rightly so. You yeah. should be excited about these young talent and, coming through. And those polls were done in the off season, very early on. And you just brought up the mature age recruit that we got as a rookie, uh, Joshy Smith. So we put him up against Cameron. Smith killed it in the poll. 
Because I think people are starting to find out that this guy's got more. Well, he's got he's to, a different type of player too. Yeah. He's going to be he's a durability player. So, and with the look of like uh, Maston is not apparently he's done a calf or he's done some type of injury in that area. So in the JLT, Smith's going to get his chance on that wing uh, where Maston's been playing because he's obviously going to play for another few weeks. But I think I think you're going to find young Cameron. He's going to be his. Yeah, he needs to put on probably about another 10, 15 kilo. Very tiny He'll get, play, he'll get yeah. very pushed aside. I, I just can't see them putting him straight in there. When, no, he won't because he's got a toe injury. Especially when John Jake Waterman yeah. has really come on on the preseason. Yeah. Um, he's ready to step into that role of... Uh, I agree. Of role. Later on. See, we got Ryan Rioli and I put Creps in that bracket too. Mm, We've yeah. got these smaller crumbing players mm. that play predominantly up mm. forward anyway. So... We're not in this desperate need no. to rush him in either. So. And Cripper's going to probably looks like being out for the first. I know he's another one on the injury list, well, which we'll touch on. But yeah, foot toe injury, which, oh. as we all know, a bit of a worry at this time of the year. You're, yeah, you're a backman, Wayne. Mm. Brad Shepherd's return to the team in round one. Seven doesn't go into six, so who will get the remaining spot? We put this out to a poll. Will it be Schofield or Cole? Now this is a starting position. Yeah. Now they both be in the team for me. And I know you're a bit, you're his man, was I? You're his man. But, you know, going, look, Schofield had a fantastic final series, but I thought Tom Cole had a great grand final as well. People, a lot of people bagged him on the site, but he played on Stevenson. Stevenson got those first two goals, and Stevenson, had, I think, he had about three touches from that point onwards. Yeah. Cole did a great job, and I think, I, I really rate Tom Cole, and I, I just can't, I think it's going to go down horses to courses too, depends who we yeah, you know who's gonna who's gonna be playing? Who's gonna be? I could I could say know. all three of them in the team. Yeah. Um, the majority went with Cole, sixty uh, percent to forty percent. So uh, sorry to take the wind out of your sails a bit, was it? But I'm actually uh, leaning towards Wayne here. I I think Cole. It's the way of the future. I think it's a pure age thing. Also. The medium small defender, I find we got Barras, we got Gov, and Hearn can play big, even Shep can play bigger. So we, Schofield, we don't need that bigger player. And he had an undeniably great game in that grand final. Um, also, Cole's drop mark in that grand final, I think everyone dwells on. But he put himself in the right body position. He beat Stevenson, with, and Stevenson's a quick player, but he still got the better body position. Mm. He just put the mark. So one of his goals came from that. But everything else, he did exactly right in that defending scenario. So I agree, he did have a great game. Mm. Um, And I just think, you know, two, three years from now, or even just two years from now, what are we going to benefit from more playing, Cole or Schofield? And it would have to be Cole. Yes, well, I have to agree, unfortunately. (laughs) But Will Schofield, he'll do it again. He'll be there. He's an insurance player. I'm not going to kid myself. And that uh, that comment I made is no in no way disrespect to Schofield. I'm a big fan, and he did mm. brilliantly. Yeah. It's just on a one-on-one, judging them both, oh, yeah. which one just misses out. Yeah. Uh, we had one more poll. We put ourselves in a list manager position. Uh, we missed out on Tim Kelly in the uh, trades and all that. But next year, the end of this year, Tim Kelly or Stephen Coniglio, we put them two up. And I was very surprised at the, re- the result. Okay, I tried to look at this as a man management, a team management point of view. Kelly's price would be so much less than Caniglio. I honestly believe that. Um, and that's why I vote for Kelly. But I was so surprised Caniglio didn't win it because if you just said the player, forget money, forget all that, yep. forget team management, I would pick Caniglio. Um 
Well, it's 807 but, votes to 394 votes in Kelly's favour. And th- that's was, what blew me away. I, I did was, vote for him, but it was, as I said, it was a, a yeah. total player payment reason yeah. I voted I, for him. I Kelly. was in the 394 for Coniglio. Well, I, yeah. I, was, I was too. I, I rate him in the top five midfielders in the competition. Yeah. Is that good? I'm not going to go out on a limb here, but we can get both of them at the end of the year because one's going to be free agency and one will be through a trade. Mm. I just, can we fit him under the salary cap? I don't know. That that's that's what I base my vote on. No. I don't think there's much room in the salary cap. No. I think Hearn and Kennedy signed new contracts were great, mm. but I think that's so they could free up money in salary cap. We kept Gaff and we kept Gov. That blew yeah. my mind last year. Yeah. That's taken a good chunk of our salary I, I cap Shepherd up. Shepard is very highly rated, mm. and from it, what I hear, is holding putting his uh, contract talks on hold because he is getting given bucket loads. From other offers. Why, why, why wouldn't you? No, no, but that's what I'm saying. We must have a salary mm. cap squeeze. Yeah. And I, uh, Sheed signed recently too. I don't know who's heard. Yeah. His was only two years. I guarantee it was such a short contract because they're waiting for some of these yeah. players to retire yeah. and then they can reassess how much they can then I, pay these players. I think players. you'll find too that Hearn and Kennedy will start going onto the veterans yeah. list where they can actually free up salary. As part of the veterans, is there a veterans list anymore? Um, I believe so. The AFL, I think you're you're allowed. Uh, you're allowed to. Yeah, I think you're allowed in there, and you're allowed a percentage of the, of your money to be used for other players. So, oh, very so he could be like Kenny. Say Kenny's on six hundred thousand a year. They could class him as a three hundred thousand dollar a year yeah. player, something like that. Yeah. Oh, that's you know? very interesting. I don't yeah. know anything yeah. about that. Um, that'd be great. And uh, but, Nick Nat's only got a year left too, yeah. and he'll be significantly lower as well. Yeah. So, and that, look, these. These guys will be paying on like, like um, Bunger and um, JK. They're on yearly, like Glassy was at the yep. Antonio. They'll just go on yearly contracts yep. because they know now. Adigas have always it, been it, like that. Yeah. That's a good thing. It can finish quickly. You, yeah. Your yeah. career can finish. That is it. Just like that. Right. Let's get on to a subject. <clears throat> now, I said before we're going to do the podcast on our all our pages that I'm going to do a couple of backflips. This should be interesting. All right. So. Yeah. I'm going to backflip on one of my backflips. Okay. <laughs> right. Triple somersault with a twist. What is that yeah. called? Twist yeah. and a half pike. The AFLW. Now, Eagles don't come in until 2020. We've just signed two girls, Rosie Deegan and Michaela Bowen. They're our first two signings. Um, we put this to a vote. Would people follow it? And it was 90% that people would follow because it it's Eagles, I guess. 10% wouldn't. Um, so... Guys, before I talk about what I think about AFLW, I want your views. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. I might ease it so Wade's got a, something to jump from. <laughs> um, it is terrible. Um, I think the talent pool isn't there. Um, I think if they saved it for four teams and built it around four teams and then added on from there slowly, mm. that would help with the talent pool. Um and the gap between the best teams and the worst teams is just so monumental. You've got games where it's been a goal each, full-time scores, and then you've got other games where low scoring by AFL stands but have been okay, but that gap is just way too much, and they're adding more teams. Great Eagles are getting a team. The inner passionate Eagles fan likes that, but what, what's that going to do? It's going to deplete the talent pool even more and make it such a mediocre game. And then my second stab at it is if you want to build this brand, why, and I repeat, why would you give Brisbane a team? 
Why would you give North Melbourne a team? Why are you giving GWS, I believe, has got a team? Why are you giving teams that their AFL leagues aren't even doing well? The AFL teams aren't even doing well. You should be giving it to Collingwood. Give it to Eagles. Or even Freo, you know, WA, they get behind sports. Give it to an Adelaide. Fair enough. And you could almost, you know, chuck in any big Vic team to round up a Richmond. Right. And then you got your four. All right, Wayne, what's your gripe? Or what's your, well, uh, what's uh, your view? Uh, look, uh, and I might go on a bit here. I, I'm not against women's sport. I love women's sport. My wife has, I said to her about a month ago, I'm going to watch, we've got this coming up. I'm going to watch this, I'm going to watch all the women's sport. Now I watch women's soccer, outstanding. Women's cricket, outstanding. I've always loved the women's netball. Obviously now I'm a basketball person, yep. so I follow women's basketball. It's outstanding. But they've all come from the grassroots over the last 50 years. Now, when you look at AFL women's football, and again, nothing against it. A good mate of mine's a coach in the Waffle women's competition. And I got nothing against it, but they're coming from... They're getting players out of professional basketball, professional netball, professional softball. They're getting them out and they're just throwing them into a team. Now, Sam Kerr was the most sought-after footballer, now I know this for a fact, was she was the most sought after footballer by every club in the country to get out of the soccer and come and play yeah. AFL football. But her, that's she's champion player in her sport and that's where she'll stay. In here, now you look at two, and there's another fact here, uh, another thing, I, a stat I found mm-hmm. out, is that knee injuries. The biggest knee injury in women's sport was netball yeah. by... By by Cut a lot, yeah, and and you can understand that because women's netball is very, uh, you know, it's very pivoting they're pivoting and they're hitting yeah. the thing. And a lot of women in senior, netball, but they've they've made great inroads into that sport to stop that. In AFL women's footy, they've had more knee reconstructions that in the last two years than the men have in the whole competition. The yes. women are coming in; they're underdone; they're not fit. They're called elite players, and no disrespect. There's a couple of players in there who can play well. There's the girl from Western Bulldogs that mucked around last year with the suspension. Uh, obviously, Daisy Pierce, she's just had a couple of kids, but um, she had twins on the weekend. Uh, she can play, and, there's, and and the young and the, the lady from um, Adelaide Crows. Adelaide Crows. She's, she's the she's, best. She's very good and as well. That gets into the gap I yeah. was talking about. Yeah. You put one really talented girl in this mm. team, like Adelaide Crows, and they do very, very yeah. well. Oh, well, this uh, is my view, right? So, yeah. can I just say one right. other thing that this has really got my gripe on it too now is that in the waffle this year, they are substituting the reserves and Colts waffle games for women's football games to be the curtain raiser before the league games. Yep. Now, I understand, the, teams as well. I understand they want exposure in that, but to me, the elite, I'm talking about the elite players are coming from our Colts and reserves. Mm. So that's our under-19s players who are the next group of kids coming through to the men's competition. It's taken the men 100 years to get to where we are now. Yeah. Over 100 years of football. You've got and no the women with me on that. are coming in now, again, nothing against them, but... They're trying to get into the sport on... The, you don't have to pay to get into a game. They're, they're whinging because they've only got a six-game or seven-game season. The reason I got that, it's running at such a massive loss. The men's competition is covering it because the women... There's there's yeah. no income coming into that sport um, to uh, compensate, like, gates and things like that. You know, they, of course they're going to get 10,000 people. Why wouldn't you go there when you're free? Uh, free? My, my, my view on it is, right, now, 
Oh, I'm, I'm along with you guys, but I see the bigger picture. But before I get to the bigger picture, like you've said, that the AFL's rushed this competition. It was supposed to start in 2020. That's when it was supposed to start. They've rushed it forward because they're band-aid reactions. They're just gonna, we've got to fill the spot somewhere. We've got to do this. We've got to get the broadcasters. Broadcasters are taking it out of the AFL hands. Going, no, we're going to give you money now. We're going to throw a bucket load of bloody money at you. Let's get it going. And that's where their mistake was. It's awful to watch. And I'm sorry if people don't like that. It is awful to watch. The skills are absolutely crap, like you said. But... No, not not all. Let's not just all. touch on that. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we don't... This isn't an attack oh, on every woman footballer. No, none of us are, none of us are saying that. Picture. Let's make that clear. To, yeah. But this is for the listeners. Right. No one's saying that here. The Eagles are propping up five waffle clubs. Right? Now, I've seen uh, female football at the State League, and it's brilliant. It's actually pretty good. There's a lot of good women out there playing football. What we've got to see with this is everyone's looking at the now. Hmm. And the now is not where we're going to be looking at. We're going to be looking at 10 years' time. Now, at the moment, it has substandard. It is for free. They haven't got the conference thing right. You know, this conference ladder, they've already worked it out. It's not going to work. Um, but in 10 years' time, when these young girls are coming through, and if you've got a daughter... It's another sport for them to play. And if they are coming free at grassroots, as you said before, grassroots, in 10 years' time, this game should be and could be good. I don't want my daughter playing it. As Wayne said, there's that many knee injuries. Yeah, but the way they're handling it, they've got to get it. This sounds very sexist. They need a smaller football. Smaller football? They need to alter the rules slightly. Smaller ground? That's exactly what I was going to say. And AFLX would be perfect. Even the smaller teams. Um, would be perfect for them because my main thing is the talent pool out there is not there but the injuries the, you're, the you're thrusting the exact same game of yeah. AFL onto them as you said that's been built over 100 years mm. I don't think that's sustainable I think as we've touched on injuries yeah. the talent pool is too much you, too many teams it's just the, the too many teams is the problem and Very that's where so. they're going to dilute it and, but this is the AFL on everything you know um, oh, we, you know the reserves competition it was shelved last year, but now it's on the, back mm. on the on the radar again. You know, it's just like, what can we do to monopolise things? Mm. And the next subject that I want to talk about is the AFLX, which mm. is another one that we're all going to have a difference. And I'm going to have a big back flip on this one. Okay, um, I have a bigger black fit a back yeah. flip on the other back flip. <laughs> Mine's not a back flip. It's almost like a failed handstand. Because I love I, I love the AFLX last year, and not so much for the formed game it is, but I was just so happy we got footy back earlier, even if it wasn't it. But it was so we could see our young players run mm. out and play for the. You saw Rioli, you mm. saw Brayshaw, you saw Venables. Uh, I believe Waterman played. You know that set team was so young that Duggan was captain. So that shows how young it's like. And that's what excited me. I like to go see all those our young players play and see what they were made of. That's what they got rid of that this year. So right away you lost a big part of what attracted me to the game that kept my interest. But am I saying it's a failure? No, I think it's a success because I watched it live on TV and the kids loved it. Yeah. They were behind the goals, marking the yeah, balls. They were playing and that's who it was targeted for. They were at the ground, loved it. Yeah. Right? I went to my kids' school and asked how many were watching. Hardly any of them watched it. Yeah, but... 
kids so, at that age struggle to watch normal yeah, footy. Yeah, you can't keep their attention on the TV. Like, like my son goes, oh, what's this? I'd rather real football. Yeah. The, only, the, only, you know the good thing I'll say about it, it was better to watch than the AFLW. Yeah, I, uh, are, that's probably another sexist uh, remark that people will think. But in saying that, but I did say this last year when we talked about this. To me, the AFLX is for the young players, for your yeah. first and second year players that you can actually give them a bit of a taste of the footy. I don't yeah. look. See, I, don't, I didn't mind it last year, but I just don't like the rectangular ground. Yeah. One yeah. kick into the middle and then a kick into the goals. That's it. It's to, done. To me, the way I was done this year was too much of a gimmick. It was. That's that's I, where they lost me. I wanted to be in it. I, I was sitting there going, I've got to stop being negative about this, and I've got to get behind it. And so I've got behind it, and I'm sitting there going, oh, I love this. They had the. Uh, captains on there and they're picking a team that was great it was good feeder they said it was live but it wasn't it was recorded the day before mm. that was so terrible though none of the players <laughs> that they yeah, drafted but, uh, in hindsight it was a waste of time in the end you had 11 or 12 players pull out yeah. and so mm. I'm sitting there going well was it worth it um, I watched the games and I sat there and I was going it shouldn't have been at Marble Stadium it should have been at a on a rectangular thing where the mm say, like a bigger soccer field with the NIB Stadium or something yep. like that, it would have been better. Um, I looked at it, it, to me it was like circle work of football. Mm. That's what it was to me. It wasn't, there was no highlights. You know, there was a couple of good things, you know, you see little kicks in here and that, but there was no, there was hardly any tackling. It was keepy off. And to me, after the fourth game, I was bored. It was yeah. good seeing the better players out there, don't get me wrong. I, I don't mind the concept, but they got the model wrong. It's it's funny you said that because I waned at the end as well. And I, the, the grand final, which was supposed to be the highest highlight, you know, the grand mm. final, I lost interest. I watched it all, but I, by the end, I did lose interest. I didn't get that fast. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to me, well, what is the right model? Do you have a state of origin? like Because uh, then you might better follow something. You might get people following it. Mm. Like I couldn't, I was going to go, I was going for the deadlies. But I was sitting there going, you know, I wasn't really into it, you know what I mean? Mm. If it was WA versus South Australia, I'd go, well, let's get behind it. I'm into WA, seeing Crips, Fife, and all those boys mm. in the same team would have been great. But is that the model for it? I don't know. Or is it a totally different model where it's a fr- it becomes a franchise, like your BBL, and it's for retired footballers and waffle footballers to be into it? You know what I mean? I don't know. Is that the right model? Do you remember? I don't know if you remember. It was only an article when it was first brought up AFLX and the concept of AFLX. Mm. That's what it was. The big marquee players they mentioned were Glass and Favola. This was this was a long time ago, and they're like, that's what it was targeted for. Um, was a lot of the retired players to play. It obviously moved away from that pretty quick, but they were the two that we're talking about quite a bit. Um, but yeah, even State of Origin. People want State of Origin so much, mm. they're willing to take AFLX. But again, the, the only concept I enjoyed about AFLX originally, and if anyone can be bothered tracking down a podcast or our, uh, the Nest screencasts we done, you would see that I was reasonably mm. fond of yep. AFLX only purely because the I was point. so desperate for footy again. Mm. But it was the fact it was an Eagles team that ran out there. Yep. That's what dragged me. And that's been taken <clears> away. So I don't like AFLX. But as I said, I think it was a pass because the kids loved it. They, the players were even walking around, talking and signing kids. It was only a pass to make because it's footy. Yeah. And that was it. Could yeah. they go down a path mid-season with this in a path? And I watched the NBA All-Stars. And I, look, I'm not a big fan of NBA All-Stars because it's just really run and score and that's it. Yeah. But... 
they it's big in America because then they have their dunking competitions. Could they run this over a weekend and say, right, on Saturday we're going to have the AFLX, um, we're going to have all these young guys who are going to field up four teams. So every club's going to provide, I don't know, four youngsters of their first-year players. They're going to play that on the Saturday. And on the Sunday, we're going to have the big boys playing in a proper... Uh, it's a weekend carnival type thing. We're going to have a, 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 on the Sunday. We're going to have a state of origin. This year it's going to be WA versus Victoria. We're going to play state of our origin, and next year we'll have. Well, that's what they used to do. They had the carnival. The Al- a Allies in South days. Australia. What? Or you yeah. could play the Allies in South Australia in South Australia. Have a, an AFX set. Have a weekend of it, and say right, that's it. There's a two week break, and then next weekend we've got a break because players are going to have a rest. And then we're back into the season. Uh, I don't scrub that pre-season stuff. Down to that money, mate. I, I prefer and it at the end, the yeah. end or beginning of the season. Yeah, I'm so I'm the opposite. I prefer middle. it in the middle because end, end of the season players will not play. Okay, yeah, because beginning of the straight. season, the clubs don't want to risk them. Then they don't want to risk yeah. them any time, but they don't want to play them in that middle of the season either. All right, well, let's get on to the Eagles. The Eagles have got the reserves team or a team into the waffle for this season. Mm. Um, they're slowly releasing names. So I'll go over the people that they've picked. Joel Ashman, Liam Robillard, I hope that's how I pronounce it right, Daniel Akers, Joel Kalajezic, Luke Salamoni, oh God, that's some hard name to pronounce here, Andrew Fisher and Nick Reed. Now these guys have all played country or amateur football in recent years and they've been, they're the first seven to be gone. Um, I'll give you give a bit of information. You know of Joel Ashman, Wayne, yeah, I know Joel. I know, I know young Fisher as well, pretty well. He, he's uh, Joel Ashman's the uh, standout performer at uh, Scarberry in A-grade amateurs. He won the CJ Jemison Medal for the league's fairest and best. Um, and who did? And Fisher. Yeah, and he's uh, a Kingsley boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew played in the. He played in the uh, Kingsley B grades grand final that they won premiership for. And he won the Ferris and Best in that. Yeah, he's been an outstanding player for many years. Joel, Joel's been an outstanding player since. Um, He's eight years old, and he's actually played a bit of football at Subiaco as well. Oh, cool. And um, he also won the, the grand final uh, best yeah, in Ferris oh, the nice. Barney Giles medal. So Nick, Nick, uh, Nicholas Reed, he was runner up to uh, Joel in the uh, CJ Jemison medal um, in the amateurs. Uh, Liam's from, he's a teammate of. Joel, so another guy. Daniel Akers is a brother from uh, Blake Akers from uh, St Kilda. And he was playing at Central Midlands Football League and Savandis. And Joel Kazicek, he was an instrumental boy. And Luke Solomani, he's from Perth Football Club. So there's some of the guys that have come into the um, team. I think there's about another six or seven that are coming in that haven't released. I was fortunate enough to go to the Eagles club rooms a couple of weeks ago and met um, Drew Petrie and Eric McKenzie and they're both involved in the team and they said they're going to release a few more names soon but he said it's great what they're building and these guys have come on and uh, seen what it's like. A couple of guys have gone in and dropped out mm. and they said it's not for them, they, it was too much they'd really prefer to probably sink the piss I guess, back at the amateur <laughs> level <laughs> um, I'm excited, I I don't expect them to win too many games, to be honest. Um, well, but I, 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 they will have my support, though. Uh, see, I'm in that funny situation where 
I was born in 86, so my whole life the Eagles have existed. Yeah. And let's be honest, and I don't mean this to be harsh, but I feel AFL killed the waffle. I see pictures, I see videos of the waffle back in the day, and the crowd, you know, had this momentum. Am I having a guy waffle? What I'm getting at is I don't have an allegiance so much to a waffle team. Well, it's, fu- it's funny you say that because we're, we're, me and Wayne, we're the older guys, we're the, of that vintage from the waffle. He's uh, obviously a next Perth player, Wayne, so I know where his allegiance is. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm a waffle tragic, yeah. tried out but never made it. Um, and I go for West Perth, so do we follow West Perth and Perth against the Eagles in the reserves? And bear in mind, the Eagles in the reserves might only last two years if the AFL get their way with their... Mm-hmm. National I'll always follow Perth. So I was going to say, you got to follow your waffle team. Yeah. If you have a legion to a waffle if team, if was here, he'd be yeah. swamping all of us. Oh, he yeah. won't, he won't go swans. past one district. Yeah. But the thing is, the thing I ask myself, this is right. And like you said, when the AFL come in, I was a waffle head, a big waffle head. I wasn't a VFL person. I love my waffle team, but over the years, my allegiance to my waffle teams is like I couldn't even name five players in the West Perth side. No. You know what I mean? That's how much it's. I've fallen behind it. Mm. Do I re- recapture that love of West Perth? I don't know. I can't answer that until I actually see West Perth play the Eagles. I scrowl on a good mm. West Perth boy, original. <laughs> Bit of useless trivia for you out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried out a Swans and Perth and didn't get anywhere, so um, that's why I ended up playing amateurs. But look, it's going to be exciting. Like you said, you, you can't see them in winning too many games I, I hope I'm surprised I hope I'm wrong but talk, I just can't see it happening we've talking to Eric McKenzie he said look they're not in it to just to make up numbers they're in it to try and you know yeah. and that's the main thing Waffle are scared of them mm. dominating yeah the I don't, I Yeah, I don't think they'll dominate but I think they'll be SANFL yeah look at that mm. Adelaide didn't even win I think they won one game last year yeah um, but you look at the VFL and it took a few years then you had your Richmonds and your Geelong started winning your Footscrays I don't know. Look, you've got to get behind it. People that don't embrace change go nowhere. So yeah, Well, originally Suns on paper looked like they had a good list, didn't they? And we saw how much they struggled. So Because mm. they went very old with their drafting year. They got the box, the defenders. They got the Campbell Browns. They went the Ablets. So they went, you know, mm. on paper they had a good list. And lots of young talent with the mature age players. And um, that did not work out. Well, at all, so I can't see us yeah. dominating in no, the No, yeah, you're right. The Brisbane's now getting belted yeah. in there, and they're still doing their their yeah. local competitions. I don't, I don't think Port Adelaide are that strong in the in there. Um, they're affiliated. Uh, well, they, 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 they've always well. tagged onto that Port Adelaide yeah. tag. You know what I mean? But that's if you're a Port Adelaide um, Magpies, mm. it's amazing how many of them don't like Port Power. And you know, what? You, you only need. Six. They're not the same. You only need, like they're not, they don't even have the same name. But you only need six injuries yeah. in the senior team, and all of a sudden, there's six there's six players out of there. That's exactly I right. The, I think there's 17 players they have to have as a top-up list. Mm. So they accounted for, on average, the amount of injuries they had over a year. So that's where they come up with that number. Look, before we get into the JLT, we basically touched on it. Hearn and Kennedy signed one-year deals and Cripps two. There's a few players that are in free agency this year. Chris Marson, 29. So he's at... Is he 30 this year, though? Or he's is he 30 29? this year. So he's 29 at the moment. But, you know, he's going to have to look where he's heading. 
with Josh Smith coming in. You know, it's going to be a bit of a difference there. Fraser McGuinness, well, we won't go there. He's 25. He's still on the list. How is he still on the list? Uh, Nick Natanui, as we said, he'll probably sign a one-year deal. Will Schofield, will they give him another year? Mm. So he's at the end of his career. And Brad Shepard, well, he's the one they're going to be holding off, but people are throwing bucket loads at him. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles do as well. There will be, over the next year, when all these new contracts are shown, there's going to be a massive shuffling. Yes. I, I honestly believe that. I think Nick Natanui will be paying very little, and I think he realises that. Um, and he's the kind of player I don't think he has dollar signs in his eyes. No. To be he honest, doesn't. he doesn't. He would take. He basically said that he yeah. would take a cut to keep Brad Shepard there. That, that's exactly right. Mm. And uh, Maston, I'm a big fan of, and I always have been. I always stick mm. up with Maston, but he's in the Schofield camp at the beginning. Mm. He's at that senior time of the year yeah. where if you've got these two players in ripping form, you would almost pick the younger one for the future of the club. See, but if they're on 500000 a year now, you can see saying, boys, we'll sign you on a one-gear contract for two hundred and fifty grand because that'll save us another five hundred, and we'll give Shep that extra yeah. five hundred yeah. if you want to stay. If you don't, you can go You can go you can and try, go, your try set, your luck somewhere try else. Try your luck somewhere else because <laughs> yeah. you're at the age where, hey, you're not going to make... You that well, it is, that is the through. exact situation because people mm. forget it is a business. Yeah. Clubs are a business right. and... Good clubs are run well, and they're the hard decisions they need to make. All right, we're going to get into one of our segments that we did last year that's going to carry over this year, and we're going to talk about the JLT. It's bounce down. Well, round one of the JLT, the Mickey Mouse preseason, whatever you want to call it. We're playing Geelong down at Leaderville on uh, this Friday at 4.10pm. Any of you guys going to it? I'm not going to I'll it. Be, no. But I've got Fox, and the only reason I bought that money drain that is Foxtel is so I could watch <laughs> the footy. Yeah. And mainly, I think it was the NAB Cup originally, but the GLT. And I am so excited, and I find it so humorous because I do this every year. Like, even last year, yes, AFL X is here, footy, I love it. Then I'm like, oh, I want to see the real stuff, bring on the scratch matches. <laughs> then I watch the GLT, and I'm like, oh, bring on the real season. Yeah. You know, I do it every year. I'm so excited for it. By game two, I'll be like, I'll be ready for the season proper, you know. I do it every year. Like. Yeah, I went to it last year, and I thought, yeah, I'll give it a go. I'll go there again and have a look, because I don't have Fox Cell. So um, I'll go and probably get in there. I think uh, members get in there for free, don't they? Uh, I'm not sure. I'll have yeah. to check that out, if anyone can let us know. Um, well, we're playing Geelong um, today. Simo's basically said Kennedy ain't going to play, but sure we will on limited time. Um, Gut McGovern on limited time, Yo on limited time, and Waterman, Brander, and Ola, uh, Oscar oh. Allen all vying for the tall forward spot. Yeah, I think you'll find the younger guys will play a lot of this. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Because I'm a big fan of Aussie, because I know him pretty well. But Aussie Allen, I think, will be the bolter this year. He yeah. can. He's going to be. Our, he's going to be our next Adam Hunter. He's I'm very convinced well that. Mate, he is, mate, he, let me tell you now. He mentally, he's as tough as any young guy I know. I know him through basketball. Yeah. And mentally, and, and I can tell you, I could name well, guys aren't probably listening to this, but some coaches in basketball will tell you exactly the same thing. His mental strength is incredible for a guy his age mate I rate him so highly I'm going to say and it's a big call I reckon he's going to be better than Adam Hunter that's how much I'm backing in this Mm. player Hunts did you hear that yeah (laughs) 
Again, that's no downplay. <laughs> He's a premiership star for the news. But I just I rate this kid so highly. Yeah. And again, flashback to the um, screencast we did the nest. You know, check it out if you haven't given it a watch or a listen. Um, the same thing. He was the one player I just rave about. Even the draft episode we did, I just rave about. And I don't know what it is. It's just I've really got. Yeah, I well, believe he's got potential. The Eagles rate him really high because they rated him higher than Tim Kelly. Well, that's the thing. Everyone's like they m- messed up not drafting him. Um, and you mentioned Brander as well. He dominated intra club match in half a game of footy. Mm. He uh, kicked four goals, and I know mm. it's only intra club match. But let's be honest, mate. We got some of the best backmen in the comp, mm. and he kicked goals on them. Yeah, and, and it's looking bigger too. And we're looking to the future, and those three guys that we named are our future. Yeah. When you look at, you know, Kennedy's not going to be there forever. Darling's not going to be there forever. And uh, look, saying a good thing for the club, isn't it? So, mm. and like you said, the JLT, you take out of it what you want. We got smashed by Fremantle last year, but we won the flag. So, mm. to me, it's just getting your game right. Most coaches have said they're not going to show all their new ideas in the JRT because they'll be saving it for the main season. It's yeah. to see the kids. That's yeah. best. that's, that's what be, I take out of the I won't, be, I won't be commenting this year. Last year no. after the free, I go into the, God, we got nothing. And then I'm, not, I'm going to wait till after yeah. round one. I, I hate watching it, <laughs> but I don't never take it seriously. And this goes back, Carlton won when it was a comp. Mm. Pre-season comps, they won the grand final in the pre-season comp twice. Against us. And wooden spooners, yeah. I, I never... Give it that much heedance. Mm. But the player and we haven't mentioned yet is Petrosalli. I'm really, yeah. really excited. We all saw his pace last year. He played Cullens and his quick reflexes in both games. He They tried to hand pass and he's just snapped it out of the air and just taken it and ran. Um, mm. He's I, the player I, I really want to see. I think he's the early one to take Cripper's spot. I, I think he's the if front Cripps runner. Cripper's going to be out injured. Yeah, he's the early front runner. It's I think. funny how they say, and I oh, listen to another podcast on the way up, and some, you know, revered Genos and um, they're basically saying everyone's oh this guy's burning it up on the track this guy's doing this and it's pre-season they can do everything they like but when it comes to the action are they going to be able to do it on the ground that's why I love GLT because you get a glimpse of that but let's be honest the last time they really spoke about a player like they're speaking about Petroselli now Mm. was Rioli and he had a brilliant year you know what I mean? He's shedding weight. He's doing best really? times. Really? And now that's Petroselli this year. So if he has the same impact as Rioli yeah. last year... Look at how it's all lean about. Rioli was in the yeah. AFLX. It was yeah. unbelievable. I think with Petro, I saw him play last few... Uh, a yeah. little bit of waffle at the end. And he looked tired. Because uh, he hadn't boys. done a, he had He really looked tired in the waffle because he was... Young guy in his first year, and that, they do they lose condition oh. because they don't have that... That's exactly These right. years of pre-season behind them. Yeah. But they've got this, look... And again, they're going to lose condition by the end of the, this year, but they're going to have that year of pre-season behind them. They're going to be that much stronger. Something to build and, on, yeah. Yeah, you know, and look, they might look. They might play six games. They might have a break in the, the waffle for three yeah. games, but they'll guarantee you back. I mean, Tommy Cole was the same. The thing I'm excited to see is how the six-six-six will go, mm. um, how the kick-ins will go, because um, if I was Shannon Hearn or Lewis Jetta. I'd be running out that extra 10 metres. Oh, yeah. And oh, they will kicking, every time. And I'll be kicking into the middle of the ground or further because that's what everyone's going to be doing. It's, so it's, it's, it's the make... one thing I like about AFLW yeah. is that there's no more this kicking. I've been a fullback from years ago. Yeah. None of this bullshit kicking little kick. It's play on straight out of the yeah. square. See, I, I love that little kick. To me, yeah. that's, I, I don't know how I'm going to take this back mm. thing because I think... Teams that have got running backs, say like an Essendon, they might use this to their mm-hmm. advantage and good on them. 
Um, but then again, you got big kicks in your team. It, it's I don't know. It's I can't comment it until I see it in action mm. because there's so many things they can do. Um, all I know is if you're gone kicking at goals, you want to make sure you kick a goal because mm. you, you got to be ready because yeah. they can play on straight away. They don't have to wait for the flags. They can just go. I, I, I don't think the starting positions is actually going to have that much impact at all because it's only after a goal, so the bounce down. No, I, I don't. It will. It, uh, it'll give the, them a few seconds. Players like um, big-bodied players like yeah. Five, Crips, and that, they're going to love this starting position stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but they're not allowed in the square. So you're all you're doing is giving them a meter or two on the half backs, full backs range. I realise that, but it, it, it's seconds. A seconds I, so I just don't think it's going to have that much impact as say the guy kicking out from the back. What? You can break open a side now because it's not only they can run. Um, instead of being five meters off the square, the man on the mark now mm. he's ten back. So not only does he not have to chip it to himself, he's got the room to run. And what yeah. you said about kicking through the center center of the field. You know, downfield. That's exactly why they brought this room in. They're destroying the forward press in the zones. Mm. How we forward press. Yeah. That's what's mm. for. So this one can break the game. No one's gonna have a huge impact. But um, just quickly before I forget, um, the Brander. You were talking about Brander and um, tiring a bit and Petrosali. I find that's always the Vic boys because the way they're brought into the system, it, the talent's no different. Obviously, mm. a lot of great players come from Victoria, but they play high school football and they come into a waffle. Or yeah, AFL scene. And we touched on earlier, Oscar Allen was mm. playing down at West Perth for his first year. Mm. And Oscar Allen played and played quite well against Brisbane Lions, I think, round 22. Yeah. So what I'm saying, getting that, basically, is it's just it's a very common thing where they come from. It's not saying that one's more talented than the other. It's just one's more slightly ready-made because they've been in a different system. Well, it's going to be interesting with uh, who Geelong bring over. I haven't really listened or found out who they actually going to be putting on the park uh, if they bring the Fab Four over. I wouldn't think you'd be playing people like that. I don't think Dangerfield would play after you just done the AFLX. Uh, but it's going to be a good hit out. Good to see hopefully Tim Kelly comes over. We played AFLX as well, so... Yeah, I, I think well, it would be an excuse for Kelly and the family to come yeah, over, you know, yeah. so... Well, I think his wife's still over here at the moment. She's she's no, no, they're here, all back over there, yeah. so... They did have an extended holiday mm. here, I believe. If he, if he does come over, I think the Eagles will be there having a bit of a chat with him and sussing him out, seeing where he is and where, is he, where his heart is at. But that's yet to play out next year. Um, and 10 days later, they play Fremantle down at Bendigo Bank Stadium, so... Fremantle's an interesting club this year. This is make or break for them. They've recruited well. They've got... Um, well, we've Logan, both, Hogan, Hogan, got we both Logan, said yep. on our last Loeb. podcast, hopefully they don't get Hogan and Loeb, and they did. They got them, and they brought in. <laughs> but uh, they lost Neil Collier. They've yep. also got Collier yeah. in from, and also um, Blakey's out. And round was seven. that a Reece, was it Hammy off the bone? Reese Conker. Can't remember. He, I think it was Hammy off the bone. That's what Kerr happened to Kerr. This is That's deal, This is do, do or die. They'll, they'll yeah. flick line if they they don't work out this year. Look, but, I reckon they're going to do better than what everyone thinks they're going to do. I do too. Well, um, I think they just. I think if, but that all depends on how Lyon changes up his game plan. But this whole new rules thing that the nine new rules that have come in, a lot of teams could benefit from this, and a lot of the lower teams. The only problem is if those lower teams don't get it right, mm. they're going to get smashed. I think. I think the opposite. I think new rules will work 
for the better skilled, better ball users of the comp. She's a free, and their rebounding from their back line has never been their strength. And the thing that worries me with Fremantle um, is now they have got a potent forward line. Hogan, I rate. Loeb as a pinch hit is good as Ruckman. He's actually probably more forward slash Ruckman. Um, but they've lost Neil. Blakely's done his hammy. Like, how are they going to get the supply in there? Fife's in and out of that mm. squad. Their strength used to be their midfield, and that's what you'd bank. And now it's now they're almost too tall up forward, and can they get the ball well, in enough to them? They're, they're talking about this Brett Rooley from... Oh, what was it, Williamstown or something? So, a mature age but That's player. what they do. They, they talked up Apness, their yeah. number one pick as a forward. Mm. And I think they just dropped him last year. He might you, still you, be there. You know the interesting thing I'm going to find with the new rules is because uh, we spoke about Freo enough there, I think. We got yeah, yeah, to get off yeah, there. West Coast. Yeah. West Coast show. Yeah. But uh, I, you know, this is where I'm really looking for. It's that, that last 30 seconds when the when it's level, scores are level, the ball comes back to the middle, you are not allowed to, you're not allowed to put a... Yeah, you're not allowed to... You're not allowed to put a, allowed to put a loose man in the back line. No. You're, not, you've, you're not allowed to put anyone in there to close it up. It's going to be the old days of... Kerry versus Jakovic, buddy. Yeah. Um, Dunstall versus Silvani. It's going to be that type of yeah, it's time. That one on one you know, contest. We're going to have JK hopefully at his peak and, and JD. Yep. I can see, I can see in a th- situation like this, a Darling and a Kennedy slotting down. It's the two of them on the forward line. The other four are up on the because you got they'll be inside yep. that that And I can see one big kick and right. We we we're one on we're two on two out there with the two best two of the best forwards in the competition, marking one-on-one. I think that's what I'm looking forward to. That's that's going to be a very oh, interesting... I'm looking forward to that bit. And, like, the Eagles used to play seven uh, players up in their guts at yeah. every bounce down. They can't do that anymore. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It, it gives it more one-on-one contests and take it back to the 90s or the early 2000s. But I just don't know why so many... What do you call them? Uh, new rule changes come in, yeah. and why didn't they trial them first? Yeah, you know, I just think it's the AFL again. We've got to change it. We've got to do this. We've got to do that. We've got to do this. We've got to do that. Just let the game grow, but let it grow itself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That that Hocking was brought in to get rid of rules, but he's introduced nine. He hasn't got rid of any yet. Our hands in the bat. He got rid of that. But the interpretation. I've just said an interpretation. Yeah, but see, that's get, why I don't like the changing the rules. Sub rules scrapped. Now. Hands in the back now scrapped. They bring in rules, and half the time they scrap the rules they've already brought in. Yeah. Mm. So it'd be interesting to see how long yeah. these rules. Be time to tell. See how we go yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting. But like we said, footy's back, guys, and well, we're ecstatic. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> you could tell by my intro, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> As I said, it's only GLT, but it's like Friday night footy. <laughs> well, the men's had a shit cricket season, so we might yeah, yeah. <laughs> get back into something. So, uh, guys, thanks for tuning in Wednesday nights. We the, uh, record the show and we upload it for you. So, it's on SoundCloud, it's on iTunes, Castro, Castbox, Overcast. It's actually everywhere. <laughs> um, it's on Facebook, of course. Check out Podcast Central. Check out Eagle Nation podcast Facebook page and the West Coast Eagles Next Generation discussion page and join in for the year and it's going to be great because it's going to be a good ride, I reckon. That's it. Hopefully another good year, eh? Yeah, looking forward to it. All right, tune in. We might be next week. We'll see how it goes with the JR2. It might be a fortnight's time, but we'll let you know. We'll keep you posted and thanks for tuning in.